tell. You've been close to just walking away, but somehow, because God is faithful, God is faithful, you're still here. I just dare you to worship God right now. I just dare you to worship him from where you are right now. I dare you to worship him from your appreciation place. Lord, have mercy. I dare you to worship him from your appreciation place. That's scary right there. <laughs> we blessing today with people that are falling by the wayside daily. On a daily basis, I bless the Lord that he saw fit to wake me up this morning. Is it anybody... Anybody excited about just being here today with, with everything that's going on around us? I believe that the people of God need to develop a place of appreciation on the inside of them. That when the things of God are discussed, sung, brought up, whatever, there just automatically begins to be a praise. Amen. And you understand what I'm saying to you? If, if, if we can condition ourselves that every time that a ball goes into a net for a ourselves to give God a praise. I'm talking about the one that kept your soul. I'm talking about the one that kept you in your right mind. You understand me today? I, we bless God. He is a mighty God. And we are excited to be in the house of the Lord today. We're excited to see so many people here today. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give God a hand clap. Amen. Amen. You are welcome. My, my day has been made could happen. I've had my day made today already, so we bless God for all of the visitors of Unity Worship Center today. We bless God for your you coming to fellowship with us, and we pray to see you again. Amen. Children's church is open. Children's church is open. If you got children, we got church. Amen. Amen. Let's bless God for these children. Amen. those numbers up. Amen. We get those numbers back up. Amen. want to keep in prayer um, Brother Jeff Swain is still dealing with the fallout from COVID. And trying to take this fight a little further than what we necessarily wanted it to see. Wanted to see it. High school, middle school churches open. Amen. High school and middle school churches open. Keep Brother Swain 
what we ask for. Walking in wisdom, don't aim there yet, because see, I didn't get finished. <laughs> There's going to have to be a part two, because what happened was the Lord took this sermon to a place that I didn't think that it was going to go. Amen? And, and, so, and so if he allows me to, to, to knock the rest of this out and not keep you any longer than usual, that's what will happen. But I'm, what, what happened was, some of you might know what I'm talking about, to preach the gospel in here. What happened was he took over the pen. It happened in Psalms 91, I think it was verses 10 through 14, God takes over the pen. It happens in the book of Jeremiah, uh, the book of Jeremiah chapter 17, I believe it is, and when God takes over the pen. There's countless areas in the Bible where the writer is writing and then all of a sudden you can tell that God has literally taken over so, so, so today we're gonna we're gonna try to get uh, to this subtopic what to ask for, but if not, I believe that the people of God will be blessed by what it is that the Lord is revealing today. So again, over the last couple of months, we have been dealing with the sermon series "Walking in Wisdom," and this series has been a blessing to me because in dealing with the topic of wisdom, I have been reminded uh, that we need to walk in wisdom all the time. And, and see, sometimes you say, well, duh, to some of the things that I say. But the reality is, uh, if, if it was really a duh moment, we wouldn't have so many failure moments. Amen? If, if it was really a duh moment, that would mean that you was walking in wisdom all the time, thus you, you experienced failure less. In fact, you know that you could actually operate your whole entire complete life and never experience failure at all. We know that it's true because Jesus said uh, that when the Holy Spirit comes, he comes to lead you into all truth. And so that if you begin to follow the Holy Spirit, he begins to lead you in all truth. So, so no matter what the world thinks and no matter what the world says and no matter what your boo say, no matter how your babe feel about it, if you follow the Holy Spirit, you walk into all truth. Thus, you never experience failure. Now, what we've got to get an understanding on is what failure is. Because we've been duped, the people of God have been duped in the 21st century westernized world. We've been duped to uh, understand what victory is. Lord, have mercy. Because we don't, victory is not victory unless it feels good. Anybody ever just wanted something that you know wasn't no good for you, but you wanted it because it felt good? Just to get it, and it felt good for the moment, then it come back to do Somebody talk to me in here. Amen. And so... And so, and so, and so, and so I'm reminded by this series that we need to walk in wisdom all the time. And, and, and walking in wisdom all the time is important because, watch this, you could be walking in wisdom on a constant basis, always making moves that are led by the Holy Spirit, and, and see God blessing you on the strength of that. And, and, and then not only that, you can actually be walking in the Spirit so powerfully and led by the Spirit so powerfully that you even have the approval of man. That's deep. Amen. Because man by nature is haters. Amen. And so, and so but, but God says that when a man is right with me, I make even his enemies at peace with me. Lord, have mercy. And so, and, so, and so I want you to understand this. But then just one time, and I promise you, all it takes is one time to not be using wisdom, one time of us not seeking the spirit of God, or one time of us ignoring wisdom, and everything that you work so hard to build. Anybody know what I'm talking about today? You were critical, you were careful to watch every step that you made. Every step that you made was ordained by 
by the Lord. For a righteous man steps are ordered by the Lord. And, you know, and, 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 and follow him in all your ways and he shall direct your paths. You knew this to be true. But, but one day you saw something. One day you saw somebody. And all of a sudden, wisdom goes out the window just for a moment. And the consequence, some of us are still paying today. Lord, have mercy. This is why Solomon, the son of David, third king of Israel, wrote in the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verses 6 through 7, in the New King James Version first, it says, do not forsake her, and, and she will preserve you. Let her, and she will keep you. Watch that. Let her, and she will Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get an understanding. And I'm just going to go ahead and get this out the way before I go any further, because it's been dealing on my mind, and I meant to Google it so I could come back and give you some uh, theological sound explanation of why. I know some of y'all, because I can feel it in my spirit, some of y'all are wondering why he called wisdom a her. Theologically, I'm not going to say that I know the answer to that because I don't. I didn't get a chance to look it up, but I will tell you uh, uh, what, 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 what it means to this King C version. <laughs> Amen. Uh, uh, when I begin to think about wisdom, and it says, now look what it says. It says, don't forsake her, and, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Any matter, can I just talk to the men for a minute? I always talk to the women, but can I talk to the men in here just for a second? Any man ever had a good woman? Y'all better clap your hands, especially the ones of y'all that's sitting next to a woman. You better learn how to clap your, you better, what, what Eddie Murphy said, you better stand your, stand up and stomp your feet. You better, <laughs> you understand, Dion is watching from afar going, did I, Ray, I didn't hear, I know your clap, Ray, when I hear it. Where's your clap? Amen. So if you've ever had a good woman, you, you understand, you can understand why in the natural, I believe, and I might be all the way off, but I told you from the beginning, this was my fault, not any theological basis, but I just think, when I think about, when I think about Shawty up in teaching children's church, and, and I think about her goodness, how when I let her love me, it keeps me. You, 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 can, can I just talk to the men for a minute? Because we can be silly sometimes, amen, men? We, we can be real silly sometimes, and, and, and be jealous of who God sent to bless us. You, you, you got to know everything. You just know everything. Don't you want? But maybe sometimes I just, some, ain't it silly when we say stuff like, you ain't got to tell me everything. Some things I just want to experience for myself. That's about the silliest thing. I just want to bust my head myself. Then you bust your head, then you talk about, so you didn't see none of this coming? <laughs> well, when, when, I, when I think about, when I think about, he says, do not forsake her. Don't, don't turn your back on her. Don't let her go. Because why? Because she's the one that's going to preserve you, preserve See, 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 when you get a little older, you young men of God in here, you will find that you want to be preserved. And, 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 and God will hook you with a woman. He will bring a, a, he will actually allow you to find a woman that will preserve you. She'll keep you. Yeah, yeah, you got to be wise enough to want to be kept, though. So, 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 so now I want to be sure that everyone understands that I'm talking Bible in here today. So, so I'm going to take you to the Amplified Version so that you can get a full understanding that he was speaking the word. In the, in the Amplified, it says, do not turn away from her. In parentheses, it's the word what? Wisdom. And she will guard and protect you. It says, but when you begin to turn your back on her, watch this, she can't do nothing for you when you shut her down. See, 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 now, now I'm talking to everybody again. W wisdom can't do nothing for you when you just decide that you're not going to use it. 
Lord, have mercy. And so and says, he says, but if you don't turn your back on her, she will guard you. Not only will she guard you, but she will protect you. And she will, it says, if you love her, she'll watch over you. Now I want you, now, now, now watch the word play in that, watch over you. That means that watch over you represents cover you. Lord, have mercy. For her to be able to watch over you means that she is covering you. Lord, have mercy. Uh, so, 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 those are, through the amplified version, we see that the new king, in the new king version, Solomon is talking, when he's talking her, he is actually talking and speaking of wisdom. And, and he warns us not to turn away from wisdom because wisdom will, again, preserve, guard, and protect you. Now, see, see, a lot of people think of physical combat when we think of protecting someone or being protected. The first thing that you come to, you know, I'll protect you. And, and you, your mind begins to go like, you know, I'm going to make sure ain't nobody getting ready to, you see what I'm saying to you. But, but, but may I suggest that, that, that wisdom will keep you out of situations that call for a need of physical protection. Yeah, yeah, let me say that again. Wisdom, wisdom will, will, will keep you out of situations that call for a need of physical protection. Real quick, I, I want to say this. Uh, we have to use wisdom when wisdom is dealing with you. Yeah, yeah, you might want to write that one down. I'm, I'm going to make a point. You want to use wisdom when wisdom is dealing with you. You, you, you understand what I'm saying to you? Uh, let me explain what I mean. Have you ever been confronted with a situation on whatever level? And immediately, uh, wisdom begins to deal with you. Wisdom begins to say, don't do it. Don't go. Don't, watch this, buy it. Don't smoke it. Don't drink it. Uh-uh, watch this. Don't say it. Don't say it. Oh, that's a big one, ain't it? Don't say it. And, and, and you contemplate it. And, and, and you know that it is wisdom that is speaking to you, yet you do whatever wisdom is warning you against anyway. Anybody ever been there? And, 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 and it doesn't take long after you do it that you realize that you done messed up. And, and the first thing you say is, man, I knew I shouldn't have done that. I, I, oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know, or, or, or we say something like, sometimes we'll go so far as to say, man, something kept telling me not to do that. Can I tell you that God's got a nickname and, and his nickname is something. Something told me that I shouldn't have said it. Something told me that I shouldn't have laid down with. Something told me that I shouldn't have drank it. Something told me I, should have put my, I shouldn't have put my hands on something. You understand what I'm saying to you? But the problem in the 21st century westernized church is we use wisdom after the fact. We get real holy after the sin. holier you than on the way home after the sin. Uh, you know, all the, all the feel good is gone and now and now, and, and now the spirit over in the, in the passing seats, how about so how you feel now? <sighs> you better hope we make it home. You better hope we make it home because you know where you headed if we hit that tree. Lord, help, help me. You, how you feel now? And all of a sudden all the feel good is gone and you holy after the fact. Go home. You, you ain't even showered the dirt off. You ain't even showered the sin off. Now you're speaking in tongues in your prayer closet. The devil 
is a lie. Can I tell you that God is not mocked? God is not manipulated. God cannot be played. You ain't playing a game on God. You ain't fooling God. You ain't tricking God. God know right where you are. And it would do you some good to know where you are so that you don't pray and ask forgiveness and speak in tongues and cry out all of that tonight. And then two weeks later, be right back in the same situation again. You better stop turning your back on wisdom and allow wisdom to protect you. Do you know that some of us have not seen the best you? Some of you have not seen the best me because we have wasted time turning our back on the one thing that is trying to guard, keep, and preserve. And watch this, also help produce what it is that we were called to be. Lord, listen to me. Wisdom, watch this, is not effective if wisdom is not used. Yeah. Wisdom, wisdom. You can set the medicine there all day long, but until you take it, you ain't getting better. Wisdom is not effective until wisdom is, if wisdom is not used. And, and we have to get to the point in our life, in our walk with God, when he shoots us a spiritual email concerning, containing wisdom on a matter that we don't just read it, but we apply it. See, see God shoots spiritual emails constantly. And you know how it is, you know, they got these, these new devices now, you know. But, but now I'm, I'm so aggravated with my phone because uh, uh, in, a, in a desire to seem busy, I cut this thing called notifications on, on my emails. Well, the problem is people be emailing me that I didn't email first. People, everybody won't sell me something on these emails. Some of these emails is embarrassing too. So, hey, hey, I didn't, I didn't do that, you know. And you can't be having your phone sit around no more because people look at your email pop up and be like, mm. you be like, no, no, it, I, I, really, I don't know. Am I talking to him? And so, and so, and so this, this, so, so God is like a, he is constantly notifying you because why? You need him every moment of your life. But, but, but the issue is what we do, what so many of us do with emails is we look at them and go, eh, I'm busy, I'll check it out later. But by the time that you check it out, you've already fallen victim to what it is that the email was warning you about. Now you find yourself in this cave, in this ditch, in this dark place, trying to find, and, and, and here's, here's the hit. Here's, what, here's why Satan continuously hits you like this, because he eventually, he wants you to eventually give up. How many of us have failed so many times we just gave up? And if it wasn't for the spirit of the Lord, if it wasn't for the, for, for the love of God, you wouldn't even be sitting in here today. But, but, but sometimes I've... You know, I've come to parts of my life and places of my life that I failed to the point to where I just, you ever just disappointed you? You know, when I'm, I'm through, I don't care about disappointing my kids no more. I don't care about disappointing my wife no more. I don't care about disappointing church folk. But when I disappoint me, when I'm to the place in my life where I can't stand me, I don't even want to be in the room alone with me because all I got to deal with is me. And this is why I hang around. Watch this. I'm talking to somebody. This is why I hang around people that I know don't care nothing for me, people that ain't no good for me because I'd rather hang with somebody than just me. I am so sick of myself. All because I, because I failed wisdom. Listen, while working on this this morning, the Lord dropped into my spirit. Uh, uh, he dropped this in my spirit. He said, and, and I shared this actually with the security team. We were talking this morning. Young men of God, awesome young men of God. So when you see people walking around, they ain't, they ain't being disruptive. They, they making sure don't let it happen to you. Amen. And so, and so uh, while, while working on this this morning, the Lord dropped this into my spirit. To do right, yet 
to know right, yet do wrong, is one childish and two offensive to God. It is one childish and it is offensive to God. It's offensive to God because he, when he lets you know it's wrong and you do it anyway, what you are saying is whatever you done anyway was more important than him. Whatever you done anyway was more, that's what you're telling him. He, I told you, okay, so, so, so can, we, can we make it plain so that everybody can really feel it in here? Any, everybody, anybody ever stepped out on somebody or been stepped out on? Uh-huh. In other words, have you ever cheated on somebody or somebody ever cheated on you? And, and, and one of the questions that you asked when you, when you found out that they cheated on you, one of the questions that you asked was, was it worth it? You, you saw Shorty flirt with him the whole time, and you told him, you know she like you, and don't let me find out that you, you, you understand what I'm saying to you. And then the next thing you know, you find out that he went over there. And, and, and what hurt you was, one thing was the betrayal, but, but the, the fact was that I told you about her. I, I, I warned you about her. You knew about her. And so when she did what she did uh, to approach you, and when you accepted it, I had to play in your mind, and I didn't matter. We got three years together, and, and all of a sudden, I don't matter. We got these kids together, and all of a sudden, I got, we got prison stints and, and, and addictions, and, and we done got over domestic violence issues, and all of a sudden, I don't matter. She or he was more important to you. Watch this. But, 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 so now let's flip the script. Let's take it back to the spiritual. And, and, and God is saying, but I gave you my son. But I gave you my son. And, and then watch this, and I understand that you understood what you was taking on when you asked me to come into your life. Lord, how mercy. You, y'all still in the natural, but I'm promising I'm in the spirit right now. Come on, catch up. And, and, so, and, so, and so I told you how it had to go down if you rock with me. And so my son dies horribly for you. Watch this. This is what, this is what you do to me. to all my saved folk in the building. How, how do you think God feels about your last week? He was there for it all, by the way. He, he not only saw everything you said, watch this, he not only heard everything that you said, but he even know what you thought. How do you think God feel about you last week? People of God. How, how do you think that God feels about your last month? where he was there for it all. It, it amazes me in the natural how we have such issue with one another cheating on one another, yet we don't have a problem with cheating on God. And, and you better be careful about the people that you are connected to that don't have a problem with cheating on God, because if they don't have a problem cheating on God, then they really ain't got no problem cheating on you. If they don't have a problem betraying God, what makes you think they're going to have a problem betraying you? It, oh, God. May I 
I suggest that when you constantly, you might want to write this one down, uh, when, you, when you constantly find yourselves wanting to do, watch this, just wanting, not even doing, we're just wanting to do. This is, this is a telltale sign, I promise you. Uh, uh, stay focused. Watch this. When you find yourself wanting to do, constantly wanting to do what you know God wouldn't be pleased with, there might be an issue with your soul position. Listen, I ain't even talking about did it yet. I'm talking about just desire to do it. There might be an issue with your soul position. See, see, because there's something wrong with anybody who claims Christ but is constantly thinking about doing wrong. You know, I'm human and I struggle. Now, there's a Holy Spirit to help you with that. You shouldn't be constantly thinking about doing wrong. You shouldn't be constantly doing wrong. And, and, and you shouldn't be comfortable in doing wrong. And don't say, you know, I, I feel you, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm in some wrong right now, and I'm uncomfortable. Now, uncomfortable make you move. Uncomfortable make you move. See, 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 you might not have been uncomfortable with him cheating on you, but when he hit you in your eye, you left. Y'all don't hear me in here. Uncomfortable make you move. So, 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 if there's an issue with the soul position, uh, and we know this to be true because the Bible, you know, there's something that we must do about it, and the Bible tells us what to do. Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 2. And it says, in Colossians uh, chapter 3, verses 1 through 2, it says, uh, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Watch number 2. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Here, here's, here's the problem uh, with 21st century westernized church. We have too many church leadership communities, uh, committees focused on numbers rather than growth. Focused on numbers rather than growth. And we know, because I used to be one of those pastors, everything was numbers. And, and I would love to tell you uh, that, that, that I wanted numbers because, because I'm just going to be real because, you know, I, maybe this is why I don't got a lot of pastor friends. Uh, uh, I would love to tell you that I wanted numbers because, you know, of this and that. I wanted numbers because I wanted the bins. And if the numbers got right, the money would get right. I could get some money, and then, and then, and now, now don't get it twisted. I don't even get to see the money. There's a board of directors. She's standing right there. I don't get to touch it. But my thinking was, you know, longevity for me is it can be a 500. It ain't even got to be a 350, but it could be a 550. Actually, if, if we get, we got to blow this church up. I am, you remember when we was riding around in the marquee, in the Buick, in the, with the bad transmission? And I want a Benz, but that's anointing calls for a Benz. And so I'm trying to blow the church up. See, see, y'all ain't used to people being honest. So when people say stuff like this, you go, see, I know there was trickery in him. No, no, baby, I just told you where I was. You see? Then I fail. And then I fail. And then I begin to realize how important it was to fill the church so that people could hear the truth. You understand what I'm saying to you? People needed to be able to hear the truth. 
so 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 now I, I still watch this. I, I still want the church filled up, and and I, but now I, I I got two reasons that I want it filled up because one I believe that we're saying something that people need to hear to get them to heaven. Two, can I be honest? I still want the men. People quitting the church, they didn't even join. People quit. I told you, I told you, I told you. Let, let me let me tell you something. And I got a couple of people here that will attest to this. If I wanted the bins, I'd have the bins. They, they didn't accuse me of it anyway. If I wanted the bins, I'd have the bins. You understand what I'm saying to you? If I wanted the church paid off, the church be paid off. You you know, you know Pastor Holy because the church ain't paid off. You know Pastor Holy because I got bills that I can't pay. You know. Come on, talk to me. There's some telltale signs that Bishop ain't where he used to be because we struck. Let me hide my car because I, you know, checking on him with the due date and all. You about to quit playing with me, y'all. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Here's the problem too many concerned with numbers rather than growth. And, here, and here's what we don't understand. If the growth ain't right, watch this, if the growth ain't right, the numbers don't matter. Cause, cause, and we see it all over the city, don't we? Buildings filled to capacity with people who know absolutely nothing. Because what, 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 what we was taught was the, the, your, your, your success is contingent upon how many people you got in your building. God must be in the building because look at how many people you got in the building. But then you messed around and went to an evening service somewhere else. Then you ended up going to a service with somebody on, the, on just whatever strength of that situation was. And then you begin to hear something was, that was a little different that didn't kind of, you know, and all of a sudden when you go back home, it just don't feel right. This, 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 I don't know if this is it. I don't know. You understand? Because I can just tell you something. That if you leave church every Sunday and you don't feel no conviction, you don't feel no type of challenge to, to, to be better, to be deeper in God, then, then can I just go ahead and suggest you might be in the wrong place? Yeah, yeah, everybody in here, your flesh should hate my guts. Every Sunday, your flesh should get uneasy. Nobody likes, watch this, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Nobody likes growth because proper growth takes discipline, which usually calls for a confrontation with what we have grown to be okay with, no matter how messed up and off it is. Hmm. Amen? No, 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 nobody, nobody likes growth. Growth, proper growth, takes discipline. And let's just be real. We wouldn't have experienced the majority of the failures that we have had we had discipline and had not an issue with discipline. But we don't even, it's not that we just don't have discipline. We have an issue with discipline. Because discipline says what you can't have. So, 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 so get this. 
and, 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 and I want you to catch this. We can't be concerned with promotion if we've not been properly trained for the job. So, so, so I, I, we don't need a full church if we, ain't trying, if we ain't trained to handle the full church. Lord have mercy. See, 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 everybody wants the mega ministry, but not everybody wants to go through the sacrifice, through the development, through the training, through the letting go of what might please you, but is still cancer to your destiny. Did you know that you could be connected to some things that feel good while killing you? I believe Lauren Hill said, it's killing me softly. It's killing me softly. Amen. Did you know that you could actually be, you could actually be loving the moment, dying. Dying. Loving the moment, dying, and teaching others around you how to die. Unfulfilled broken, let down, lost. Lord have mercy. If, if, if you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. Okay, I need something to happen with this mic because it's, it's starting to ring a little bit. Uh, uh, and, and you know, I've been talking at the same level and at the same, and ain't nobody touched the mic. So I want you to, I want to show you demonic warfare. Now all of a sudden the mic gets high. I better, cause see, God, see, the enemy don't want some of y'all to hear what's being said right now because you might mess around and because ain't nobody went nowhere near the sound booth. I've been saying this in the same voice. All, now, now, now I won't chill because uh, it ain't me, it ain't me. Because cause I, I believe they said in the devil's advocate, my greatest trick is convincing the world that I don't exist. So so when I just call Satan out on it, y'all see how the mic went back straight? Y'all better, better, better pay attention up in here. <laughs> This, this, this thing is real. You understand what I'm saying to you? <laughs> Lord have mercy. And anyway, he, he, he ain't going to talk about the mic. Yes, I am going to point out the mic. Because y'all need to be able to see when the enemy is trying to stop you from getting what it is that you're supposed to get. Lord have mercy. So, so. Now, now watch this. If you were then raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting. At the right hand of God, set your mind on the things above and not on the things of the earth. And the reason that the enemy keeps gaining access to our minds, to our feelings, to our babies, to our breakthrough is because we have churches full of people who have been duped and believing that this thing really ain't that serious. But what, what, what do you mean, Pastor? I, I, mean, I mean, there is a belief going around that as long as I'm a good person, as long as I help people, as long as I'm polite to old people, I'm good. Because after all, God knows my heart. You don't know your heart. If you knew your heart, you, you, the Bible says that the heart is, is, is desperately wicked above all things. You know, it's deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. If you knew your heart, you wouldn't have been caught up in some of the things that you've been caught up in. And we, we, we have an epidemic. We, we, we have an epidemic. Watch this. We have an epidemic spreading across the Christian community, and the epidemic is not COVID. It, it is not AIDS. It is not cancer. Uh, it, it, not a natural cancer. Anyway, this epidemic that is spreading through every hood, trailer park, suburb, and gated community is ignorance. It's an epidemic. It is ignorance. That, that is the problem running rampant in the Christian community is ignorance. Ignorance to the word of God. 
and so mil and so and, and, and so millions make it to church every Sunday, every Bible study night, and leave no closer to Jesus or His ways than before they came in. But they are okay because they were comfortable. Somebody say comfortable. But but can I suggest that it will be Lord have mercy? May I suggest that it will be what they didn't know? It will be what they didn't read in the Word of God. It will be what they heard something, but you know what they heard, you know something about, but didn't give it much play. That will have them one day uncomfortable on the day in judgment, the day of judgment. Yeah. Once I wonder if that charismatic preacher is going to shout his name on the day of judgment. Truth be told, I have watched. I have watched the spirits of people in here, and they have heard some things. And then we put the we put the we put the the, the, the scriptures up on the screens, and I see faces go. Oh my God! I didn't know that. I've been going to church five, ten years. I didn't know that. I, I just thought I just thought we just came from the field. I, I just I just thought. I declare that if people who grace the doors of churches all over America, of America would study the book for themselves, they would find that this walk isn't as passive as so many, as so many believe. And so let me get back to this verse. If you were raised with Christ, then your mind should be set on the things of God and on the things of heaven and not of this world. Not its trends and not its and anytime you find yourself constantly caught up with the world, but you claim Christ, you need to check the position of your condition of your soul. And anytime you claim saved but do things that are contrary to his will, you need to check your soul position and condition. Just to make this, just to make this real plain, how many of you in here claim saved yet do things that you know wrong? And, and you aren't accidentally doing them. You are doing them and you know it. And you know, and, and 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 you know that that's not the way it's supposed to be. Then you need to check what position your soul is in. See, and I want you to catch this because this is deep. See, the position and the condition of the soul is intertwined. They rock together. The position and the condition of the soul are intertwined. They get down together. You understand what I'm saying to you? Position is the sense that, uh, in, the, in the sense that I'm using it, uh, in the in, in 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 the word right now, it means your stance or how you feel about something. You understand what I'm saying to you? So, so position is your stance or how you feel about something. A condition is your mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical well-being. You understand what I'm saying to you? And so, and so, and so you, when you see people who claim to love God yet do things or get caught up in things that are totally crazy, it is an indication of where the position on God's word they're in. And since the position has been demonically compromised, that person's condition is critical. Let me say that again. Because the person's position has been demonically compromised, their condition has become critical. How many of you remember walking this walk for real, not playing no games, not a dead serious? And then all of a sudden, we turn our back on wisdom for a slight moment. The next thing you know, something slipped in, and all was everything that you had been on was demonically compromised. I, I can 
deal with just compromise. You know, I can text compromise. But when it's demonically compromised, if I, you understand what I'm saying? So, so, so now all of a sudden, and, and how demonically, when you're demonically compromised, what happens is it hits you with something else quick. You remember, you remember when you first fell? Then you fell again. But you didn't fall to the same thing. You fell to two different things because now you're trying to grab hold of, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know that I know I ain't supposed to be, but now I'm caught over here and now I, hold on, hold on, hold on. But now I'm caught back here and now hold on, hold on. And I'm, I'm caught here and, and all of a sudden you just found yourself in a web that you couldn't get yourself out of. Because sin works quick. Say, that's, that's how a boxer is, right? When he see he's hit you and he's hurt you, he don't back up and let you do air. He, <laughs> got to be saved constantly. Satan never takes off. We, the Christians, we, I said this last week, we take vacations. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you know to save people when they dead wrong on vacation. You don't see them on Facebook. They, they, they can't post all them pictures. <laughs> Things in the background. They can't, they can't uh, not, not come back and have their title. No, they can't. You, you know real estate people, though, when they go on vacation, they take pictures everywhere. Oh, look at the Lord. Look at what the Lord has done. Because, see, the Lord, the, the Lord blessed you with that ocean. The Lord blessed you with that beautiful cabin. The Lord blessed you with, but he didn't bless you with that bottle. Is those shavings? Is those shavings? Because I know I'm one of them type pastors, right? I enlarge your pictures. I want you to know. And I'll be like, is those blood shavings? Right? Is that what you huh? Huh? Are you serious? Then I'm in your inbox according to how I feel, because since you put it out there publicly, how many of you have seen my comments when I say, well, since you said it publicly, let me just respond to it publicly. Uh, amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, I want you to understand, good soul position, good condition. Despite what the enemy is trying to make you believe, if your soul is in good position, your condition is in better shape than what he's trying to make you some of you, and some of you have made the right, so you, some of you are in right soul position, but because things are happening to you in the natural that is hurting you, you begin to second guess your decision making on being in the good soul position. Know that it's right, but because, because I'm, but because I'm conditioned to feeling good, I just might trick off everything that I know is working for me because I'd rather feel good than I believe, I believe that the 21st century Christianity is in critical condition, and I believe the reason is because the importance of God, the scriptures, and the sacrifice aren't being stressed enough. Listen, and I got to say this because, you know, any time that I see any of the Unity Worship Center disciples in any outing where it is supposed to be a spiritual thing, and I hear or see something wrong, I have to, for what I'm called to do, I've got to check it, so I've got to say this. So I'm, I'm, I want you to hear me and hear me good, okay? So you can't sit in a pulpit and use slurs like the N-word and think that's okay. This is a slur that has gotten people killed. This is a slur that gets violence started in an instant. This is a slur that divides. And, 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 and watch this. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And as men and women of God, especially spiritual leaders, we can't be so thirsty to connect with the people in the seats and the pews 
that we give up the standard of God. You understand what I'm saying to you? You can't, let me tell you, anytime that you get a, a spiritual leader, I don't care who you've heard, I don't care how deep they was, I don't care how many members they got in their church, I don't care how you grew up with them. If you hear a man or woman of God sat in the pulpit and use that N-word, you need to get from under that leadership. This thing's too holy. This thing right here is too sacred. And, and I'm going to tell you something. God, God checked me because I, I, I dropped my head. <laughs> God said, don't laugh. Not at all. Yeah. See, 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 what happens when, 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 when you got, say you got 500 people and you got people running around here just in the pulpit using whatever terminology they want. Then there becomes no standard for the people that, that sit under them. So, so now all of a sudden when they're getting ready to wreck their car, Emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you, you understand what I'm saying to you? And now the man of God has no power. The woman of God has no power because you played yourself. How are you going to try to tell me how I can't when you sit up there and be like, what you So, 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 we can't be that church. We don't want to connect to people that we give up the standard of God. And this is why everyone, watch this, and this is why everyone shouldn't be able to stand hold certain titles because not everyone is ready for the weight of that responsibility. That, that, this responsibility has the blood of Jesus connected to it and the eternities of every person on the planet is riding on how they perceive the gospel that we present and if it is not conveyed correctly, folk will receive then walk incorrectly. Amen? And, and, and watch this. And because incorrectly is easier, there's no question when the lost hear it, they just gravitate to it because it's bound, uh, it's in the bounds of the fleshy spectrum. In other words, when lost folk hear the preacher operate carnally in the pulpit, they connect to the preacher because they are still carnal themselves. Their, their, their flesh is not confronted by the preacher, thus they have no problem following the preacher, even if it is following them rather than the true word of God. Oh, that's a choice being made. No, no, it ain't. That don't sound right. But at least I feel good. At least I don't feel judged. At least I don't feel, at least I don't feel called out. So I'm going to follow that because it's easier than following the truth. And if you try to show them the error in all this, they will defend the preacher quicker than they will defend the word of God. And and real talk, you might get cussed out. You, you, you might get cussed you, 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 know what I'm you, you might you might turn on social media and your name be all through the mud. <laughs> they don't confront you name wise though. They just they they but they, but, but they let it be known who they're talking to. And all you did was try to say so much when I go, especially on social media, when I'm preaching these types of sermons and, and, and people might you know, get where I'm coming from or understand what happened. Or what, I, I understand I risk losing the, the 
dropped it and, been, and knew you dropped it and then now you're trying to figure out how you can fix what you broke because when you had the chance to do it right you didn't yeah yeah I'm, I'm, so, 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 so 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 bump man I gotta please God amen we're out watch this uh, so 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 this wisdom thing the, the amplifier says in, in four and six do not turn away from her guard and protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. Does anybody who operates in wisdom in here today? You don't just be saying it because it makes you look deep and sweet and saved and all that, but you really operate in wisdom. Is anybody that operates in wisdom in here today? Because if you really operate in wisdom, then you can testify that wisdom keeps you. Wisdom preserves you. Wisdom guards you. Wisdom in leadership out the frame. Trying to, trying to mother children out the frame. Trying to be in a relationship successfully out the frame. Trying to hold on to a job, trying to figure out why you can't get promoted out the frame. We've got to stop turning our backs to stop turning your back on wisdom. And you got to know what to ask for. Real quick, here it is. Solomon has a dream. Understand, Solomon is the wisest king to ever rule. He has this vision and a dream, the Bible says. And, and, and God asks him, what do you want? You can have anything that you want. What do you want? And, and, and Solomon says, you know, he begins to, first of all, he begins to exalt how awesome God is. And he begins to let God know how awesome he's not. Solomon has an understanding that if it's not for the Lord, I wouldn't be in this position. And you've given me such a great multitude of men to, to, uh, to, to lead. And what I want to know is, how would you lead them? I don't want to mess this up, so how would you lead them? Now, let me ask you something. When, when, when God asks you what you want, and you, the first thing that came out your mouth was that boo or that bay, did you also say, with that boo or bay, I need to learn. God, and not, don't, don't just give them to me, God, but, but show me how to operate when you send them. Watch this. Because you ain't sending them as my husband, you're probably going to send them as my boyfriend. So first, I'm going to need discipline to keep my legs closed because I don't want to curse my blessing. You got, you got to know what to ask for. Quit asking for Lexus. You understand what I'm saying to you? When you know you can only afford, a, 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 what do they call them cars? When it ain't foreign, it's uh, domestic. When you can only afford domestic gas. 
Lexus is taking a, a premium and a mess your, your car up. Stop, stop asking for a Lexus when you know you only got a, a, a Chevy budget money. <laughs> told her, told her years ago, years, years before I was saved, she wanted, she was just determined to have this Yukon. She was determined to have this Yukon. We, we was messing around. And I said, I don't think you should get that Yukon. And she said, she said, why not? I said, because I got a case. I'm probably going to plead out. I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to be able to pay for that Yukon. Remember that. I'm not going to be able to pay for that Yukon. And I'm not going to be able to pay for, watch this, the gas in that Yukon. This little wench go get the Yukon anyway. And I go to prison. And the, and the Yukon, I found out, sat in the driveway for two years. And the three years, I was gone because she could, she could make the payments, but she couldn't pay for the gas. Why are you so mad, Pastor? Because if you ever been locked up, you understand the situation. Making them high Yukon payments, my money orders were short. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no use of no wisdom. I feel prison love in this piece. And, 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 and somebody said, ooh, is that why they really upset? Is that why they, they really got mad because I wouldn't got my hair done? Because that money order was short. Yeah. They told you, I don't want nobody looking at you. Like, because you're out there looking good. Why am I here? No, no. It meant they had to get the half case of noodles instead. <laughs> Listen, he says, I want to know how to, and, and God is so blown away that Solomon knows what, what to ask for. He says, hold on. You could have had the head of your enemies. You could have asked for silver and gold. You could have asked for all of this, but you asked to judge like me. He says, so on the strength of this, this is why I want you to be confident or, and, and also comfortable in operating in wisdom when we come from Proverbs 4, verses 6 and 7 and other books of Proverbs that Solomon wrote. Because God said this, he says, and not only, watch this, are you going to have, not only are you going to have all the silver and gold since you didn't ask for it, not only will you have the heads of your enemies since you didn't ask for it, he says, and not only am I going, but I'm going to give you, you're going to be the most wise, watch this, and peaceable king to ever exist. You'll be the richest, the wisest, and the most peaceable to ever exist. choose wrong, then I'm going to go ahead and let you have what you want, the world. And the world going to deal with you. Remember the people of Israel? One of the dumbest things they ever did, they, they wanted a king when they had God. Man. Oh, God, I could preach that all night, couldn't I? You, you better be careful when you want a man more than you want God. You better be careful when you want a, a woman more than you want God. God was offended. He said, hold on, what do you mean they want a king and they got me? Know what? Know what to ask for. Know what to ask for. Some of the biggest problems in our life is that we have not known 
that's you today. If you're guilty of asking for the wrong things. If you're, if you're guilty of, man, if I had a chance to choose again. I want you to know that if you are green, you have a chance to choose again. You have a chance to choose over. And choosing is so vitally you ask for. Maybe God is not playing you off. Maybe it's that maybe God does care. Some of you have been boo-hooing for a long time, talking about I should be so much further than this. I, by now I should be this and I should be that. But maybe God is saying, I didn't put that in your hands yet because you ain't ready for it yet. And, 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 if, I, and if I put it in your hands right now, you wouldn't know what to do with it. You'd let tradition teach you how to operate with it. How many has been guilty of letting tradition teach you how to operate with your blessing? And then all of a sudden, you end up cursing your blessing. Sometimes God has given you examples that you are not ready for what it is that you're asking for because he'll give you something small and you'll trick it off. And, and God, God, he ain't tripping on that because... He was hoping that you realize you messed that up. And if I mess that little bit up, ain't no way I'm ready for what I've been asking for. And so what I want to challenge you today is just to ask yourself honestly, what, 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 what have I tricked off that I know God has blessed me with? What did I have in my hands that I knew would help me next level, but I didn't play it right, I didn't handle it right? And, 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 and if you can, you can think of some things that you know that you didn't handle correctly and, 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 and they got messed up on the strength of your mindset, maybe you'll just be real enough to say, God, I trust you. From now, I, I understand. I'm not where I need to be for what it is that I'm asking of you. I trust you. If, 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 if I was ready for what I'm asking for, then I wouldn't be doing right, wrong by it or with it. So, God, I'm going to trust you. And I'm not going to turn my back on your wisdom anymore. If we have anybody in the building today, I feel the Holy Ghost here. If we have anybody in the building today that's saying, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired of not operating in wisdom. I'm tired of operating in ways that, that don't show that I have a relationship with Christ. I'm tired of putting myself out there to, to get nothing back on the return. I need a Savior. I don't need people. I need a Savior. And so today is the day that you decide you want to give your life to Christ. You want to really give your life to Christ. You want to be saved and saved for real. We offer you the invitation to come on down. The most important, the most beautiful, the most intimate invitation that you can ever receive is an invitation to give your life to Christ in totality with no games being played. Extremes to and if we have people in the building that says, listen, I had a relationship with God at one time. I was on point with God at one time. I know that I was pleasing before his sight, but, but somewhere, somehow, I, 
I went wrong, and, and today, today I, I want to turn around. I don't want to turn my back on wisdom. I don't want to turn my back on God anymore. And today's the day that I want to rededicate my life to God. And I understand that, that God understands that I'm not going to change years overnight. That with everything, it's a process, and it just don't, you know, it might, it might happen, boom, like that for some, but, but if you happen to be in the class of people that it just don't happen automatically for me, I want you to understand that God understands you don't change years overnight, but step by step in the process, you can be, you can and will be made whole. If there's anybody in the building today that desires to rededicate their life to offer you the invitation to come on down. Yeah, we offer you the invitation. We offer you the invitation to come on down. It ain't happen chance that you're here today. It wasn't that you didn't have anything else to do. Because you could have been anywhere else. But you know, you know that you need to turn back in right standing with the Lord. And we offer you the invitation. If you're in the building today and you say, listen, I'm saved and I'm straight, but I need prayer. Before you run up, jump up and run down here, I want to say this to you. Don't, don't ask for prayer if you ain't going to accept the change. Don't ask, don't come down here wasting time with prayer if you're going to go home and still be the same old you. Don't, 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 don't do that. Because you, you know what happens is you don't really see it that way, do you? And then when it, and, then, and so this time next week, you come back and you're like, I ain't going down to the altar this time because it just don't work for me. No, no, you didn't change anything about your thinking. Amen? See, I want you to understand that you're under attack. You're under attack, and, and the enemy is going to fight you every step of the way. Because just as God has a plan for your future, so does Satan. Just as God has a plan for your future, so does Satan. So if you're here today and you desire prayer, you desire for things to be better, and you're ready to operate and walk forward in what it is that you're asking God for. Now, let me show you faith. Faith is when you come down and you pray about something and then you walk out in it. Quit, quit waiting. I'm waiting for him to show me something. No, no, God is waiting for you to show him something that you can walk away from this altar operating in what you've been praying for. I'm going to operate in confidence because I've been having a lapse in confidence. I'm, 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 I'm going to operate confidently, I'm, and, and I know that, that, that I asked God for it, so he's going to bless me with it. I have faith for that. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to operate. I'm going to operate in, 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 uh, uh, out of depression. I'm coming out of depression, and I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to operate in joy because I believe that my depression spirit, I believe that God did away with my depression when I called on his name. I'm going to walk in joy because I trust God to handle this depression. It's over. I, I, I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk in forgiveness. And, I, and I'm going to forgive people that hurt me and crushed me and let me down. And, and I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Even when I don't feel like it, I'm going to say it. I'm going to walk in and I'm going to have faith that God is going to give me the ability to forgive every person who hurt me. And then all of a sudden, I'll see those people and be like, hey, and mean it from my spirit. It's good to see you from my soul. Anything that you come down here for, you can have if you trust. If you trust the Lord with it.